I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. I'm Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Weiner from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Brignall from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiberstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK. And you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome on to this edition of Run. I'm Brad Brown, and uh, with me today we've got our running coach, Marcus Van Ikak. You would have heard him a few weeks back uh, here on the podcast. We introduced him to you, and uh, we also get to introduce another one of our members of the Coach Perry online training platform and community uh, all the way in London, in the UK, Andrew Watt. We'll be helping Andrew put a plan in place uh, to achieve his goals also, coming up on today's podcast, make sure you stick around because we're going to be announcing our next winner in our Biogen Journey competition. Uh, if you're not sure what it's all about, we've been following James Hobbo Hobson's journey to the Ironman 70.3. Uh, in Durban, which is happening next June. Uh, and all thanks to Biogen, uh, we're giving you the chance to win. All you need to do is use the hashtag Biogen Journey on social media and uh, yeah, we'll pick it up. And who knows, you could be a lucky winner. Win yourself three months access to that online training platform and community. It's worth 750 bucks, and I'll announce the winner towards the end of today's show. But enough uh, of me yakking. Let's get to the important stuff and our chat with Andrew. Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome uh, one of our members of our online community onto today's podcast, uh, all the way from London in the UK, Andrew Watt. Andrew, welcome. Thank you, Brad. Very good to be with you. Andrew, that's not a, a British accent. That's a South African accent that's been transplanted into London. How did you end up there? Um, I came across about 18 years ago, actually, just for one year to do a bit of work and travel. And um, 18 years later, I'm here. I um, met my wife over here um, and um, settled down. love London, miss South Africa, but um, great opportunities over here. I, I love that. Went for one year, stayed for 18. It, it kind of sounds like comrade runners. I'm only going to run one, and before you know it, you're going for a double green. Well, I'm halfway there, apparently, so there we go. <laughs> going back for number three, you're definitely halfway to green, Andrew. Let, let's talk a little bit about your running background. I mean, you, you're originally from South Africa, you from Westville, so you are in, in comrades' backyard, so to speak. Comrades, I'm sure, was a big part of your, your life growing up and a big memory as a youngster. Huge. I mean, um, yeah, I've lived about a kilometre off the route, um, just the bottom of Cowies, and just remember going down uh, with the Scottsdale, watching the um, for breakfast on the upruns and then downruns, going for the afternoon session, and yeah, watching all down the TV. Um, used to run in Cowies for training, so for me, it was just it's, it's something I've always wanted to do. I didn't think I'd get there. But eventually, um, I've managed to get there. So, yeah, um, huge part of my life. You, you've done two now. How, how special was that that first one? Uh, I, I know for me, it was growing up around Comrades as well. Going back and actually being part of it's surreal, isn't it? Uh, crazy. I mean, I, I cried at the start when they're singing Georgia Loza. Um, I cried at halfway and I cried at the finish. It was um, a really emotional time. And um, having wearing Westville colors going through Westville, the support is amazing. Um, so it is as good as I hoped it would be. So amazing. As far as your, your running background, have you always been a runner? Is it uh, uh, not necessarily the long stuff, but uh, has running been part of what you do all, all along? Yeah, totally. I mean, a lot of sport at school, but hated the long distance running. Um, but then when I left school, just um, enjoyed five, 10 Ks, uh, just running a lot, but nothing major. 
Um, and it was only when I got to 40, uh, my wife caused it a midlife crisis. I just wanted a trial to see whether I could run a marathon. And um, so, yeah, after, after distance, managed to do a few of those. And then that convinced me I could um, maybe do a comrade. So um, it only is when I got to 40, I started doing the long stuff, but I um, always have been a runner, yes. Would you consider yourself a long-distance runner now? Oh, without doubt. Um, yeah, um, I've sold out. Sold myself. <laughs> We've sucked him in good and proper. I love it. Andrew, I'm going to hand you over to Marcus. We've got uh, one of our coaches uh, from uh, Coach Perry with us today, Marcus. Uh, I'm going to put Andrew in your hands. I know you've got a, a questionnaire that Andrew sent through with a bit of his running background. Are we going to uh, try and help Andrew in, in the build-up to Comrades 2019? Thank you. 100%. Andrew, welcome. Thanks for, Thanks, thanks for uh, putting your hand up. Uh, just a quick few things. I've got your questionnaire, uh, questionnaire here with me. Um, and your, your, your current PBs really look good. Um, well done on your on your comrades for last year, the 917. Um, and it's, it's really exciting to see that what, what you've been doing together with what's possible. Um, if we work on the times two and a half um, based on your, on your current marathon PB, the 321, um, it, it, it does, you know, equate to more or less an hour race. So, so, I mean, that was almost bang on. So well done on that. But with regards to your, your overall preparation and, and leading up to the race, um, what did you do firstly? Uh, what did you experience, and then what are your expectations moving forward? I know you said yeah, you'd like to go for uh, was it a bull roan? Yes, I see you. Um, yeah, so so that's a bull roan. But but moving forward, um, what are your thoughts? Do you have any questions regarding training, etc.? Yeah, I mean, I have. Um, I've spoken with Lindsay a couple of times about what what could I go for, and. Um, I seem to have a problem from uh, my half is uh, 124, my PB, but then I can't quite equate that into um, my um, marathon. I, my marathon is 313. So, um, and then trying to bring that into comrades, trying to like, um, extrapolate that. So the, I'm torn between just carrying on as I am and avoiding injury, being risk-free, or pushing okay. as hard as I can and maybe seeing what I can actually do based on my half marathon time and maybe pushing it. So I'm caught between the two. Which way do I go? Um, so at 46, I'm, I'm interested to know whether you may say, listen, go for it. You can you can maybe push it a bit more or actually yeah, just stick with what you got and stick with the Bill Rowan. Yeah. So so that's that's an interesting um, a question. So so I, I never knew you didn't list yeah, your your um, your 21K um, BB. And I mean, 124 at, at someone your age is a really good time. So well done on that. But that equates to a sub three hour marathon. So if you go sub three hour marathon, that equates to, a, I mean, a possible silver. So, um, so I think, firstly, you've got the speed over short distances, uh, but there seems to be a definite lack of speed endurance. So I don't know what program you're following now, but maybe it's it's a good thing to 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 look at maybe a, a certain, um, uh, you know, we've we've got a whole bunch of uh, time based programs. Maybe consider something like a sub. Sub 3.30, oh, well, no, not sub 3.30, like maybe a three-hour marathon program if it's not going to be too hard on your system. And if that could, if you could follow that 12-week program right up until, let's say, you get a jump on that for, well, within the next week or two, take that up to somewhere in January. I don't know what the races are like in the UK at this, um, well, at that time of the year. Obviously, it's not the best running weather. Um, right. But uh, maybe try and work on your speed endurance while you have the time and then slowly but surely carry some of that speed over into where uh, you start building on your endurance, you know, leading up to comrades. Then maybe doing a, 
a bull Rowan program is, is, is well, would come way easier than you might think. Um, if you manage to stay injury free and still get close to that three hour mark on the marathon, look, it's not, it's not going to be an overnight thing. Um, but luckily 12 weeks is, is, you know, it does give you sufficient time in order to build up for that, for that specific, um, for that specific run. The marathon that you did, the 321, when about was that? Um, it was two weeks ago. Um, oh, really? yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and how, would you say you were absolutely done afterwards or was it just a, a good positive run? It was a good positive run. I did an even split, uh, so I finished very fast. Um, so, yeah, very happy with it. It was undulating. I wouldn't say it was hilly, but there were okay. some pools. Um, and so, yeah, it was. Um, everything seemed to click in, and I really finished strong. So, yeah. Okay. And tell me your um, – let me quickly have a look here. Yeah, you see, I mean, a, a sub 40-minute 10K is also very respectable. Once again, if I take your 21K time, it works back to a, to a 37 um 41-10K split. So, so when last did you do the, the 30, 39-54, the 10K PB that you listed? It was about two, two months ago. Um, I've got a PB about 38 minutes a couple of years ago, but um, the latest one was about uh, two months ago. Okay. Okay. So you're pretty good running form at the moment. I'm feeling good, yes. Um, over all my Achilles injuries and everything like that. So I feel like I've moved on to the next stage and uh, ready for um, hopefully whatever comes along. Okay, perfect. And and with your lead up every year, two comrades, would you say there's certain patterns that pops up every year or certain issues or injuries in that case that, that, that usually arises and, and, and interferes with your preparation? No, because I've done two. The first year, 2017, I had a perfect run-up. Nothing happened. Um, I did about 1,600 kilometers from January to um, to May or to the comrades. No injuries. Couldn't have had a better one. Uh, I got an 8.54. My, uh, for that, so Bill Rowan there. Um, unfortunately, this year uh, for the 2018 run, um, in about February, I had a Achilles injury, uh, tendinopathy, um, and it might have just been overtraining. Um, yeah. And I only ended up doing about 1,100 kilometers, um, and then but surprised myself with a 917. So I've had two very different ones. Um, I realized I'll probably try to overdo things this year. So um, yeah, I, I guess in one way, I sometimes try to overtrain. Um, I want to train the whole time, and it's just a case of maybe taking some rests and that kind of thing. But I'm not sure that answers because there have been two such different preparations. Yeah, it um, sounds like Okay. And and just for interest sake, did you follow a certain program leading up to this year's event, or did you go on fuel? No, totally. Um, uh, Lindsay's um, coaches, I did the Bill Rowan uh, program uh, for my first comrades and the second comrades. Okay. And did you stick to all the prescribed um, paces and, and all those, you know, well, specifics in the program? Yeah, I did. I, I did have Achilles injury, so I had to cut back a bit. Um, but otherwise, totally um, pacing. Um, I've sold into this though, um, long and slow rather than uh, too fast. So I was sticking to it, yeah. Okay. And, and when you gauge intensity, do you go, always go on pace, heart rate? What do you, what do you use as your, as your reference? Uh, pace. Yeah, I do have a heart rate monitor, um, so I do also try to stick to um, like um, have my certain thresholds to try to stick to. But I do just go. Um, I try to slow it down um, just, and just take it nice and easy, kind of thing. Um, so mainly pace. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So moving forward, what are your? Okay. Obviously, you listed your goals with regards to, to comrades, but but do you have any questions or anything that you aren't sure about? 
um, in your preparation. Um, like I said, I think it would be a good idea if you if you jump on maybe the sub uh, the sub three hour marathon. Um, by the sounds of it, um, you are in in a in good enough shape to definitely try and and, and, and stick with that program. Um, obviously, one doesn't want to you know bring up all injuries, but uh, but you'll never know if you don't go there. So. Um, w- from here, moving up to maybe to, to January and then from January to comrades, what are your what are your main challenges and questions? Yeah, well, as a yeah, it's great to know whether you feel I could go for it or not, and it sounds like you think I could. Um, I have changed my running style a bit um, because of the Achilles. I'm using more um, leg drive, knee drive, uh, where before I used to use my calves all the time. So I've changed that um, with the help of a, a physio um, and a bit of training, and it's working nicely. So. I'm always keen to see where that takes me. Um, so, yes, I, I'd love to, um, if I could, run close to a three, maybe sub 310 marathon, if that was good. Um, yeah. So that would be good. And um, just to see how far I could push myself in terms of um, Bill Rowan for comrades. Um, I am scared, yeah, if you push it, there's risk of injury. Um, and I'm just wondering, maybe this year I just consolidate after this uh, Achilles from the beginning of this earlier this year and maybe just stick to keep it simple and then maybe in the following year um, once I'm confident then I can maybe push and follow maybe going for the, the quicker time so I'm torn between the two um, and it'd be interesting from your point of view if there's anything I could do strength wise or anything that um, might convince me that I should actually go for it now and um, see and push the limits and see what I can do um, but um, uh, yeah, I suppose I still got a bit of mental scarring from my injury. I think. Yeah. So, so my personal experience with regards to comrades is um, that it's definitely something that uh, it's not. Uh, look, obviously it's achievable, but uh, I'm the same with you. I've got that. Uh, I don't know if it's fear or respect, but it's one of the two with, with regards to the race. So, so everything. Um, my, my preparation for the last few races that, well, the two comrades that I've also done re- uh, the last two years is the preparation's gone really well. Um, but they, obviously there comes a point in that race where you feel that everything falls apart. Um, yeah. I mean, your, 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 your PB wasn't very far off my PB. Um, I don't know, I don't know how I managed to do it, but, uh, I, I ran slightly faster than you over the race. Um, but the fact is that my personal opinion is the more confident you are in your preparation, more confident you can be going into the event and what would be great is um look let's have arguments sake you get to a, a 310 marathon before before comrades next year um yeah. you run a bull row and i think it's a it's a very realistic goal um and together with the pacing charge that we usually hand out before the race i think it's it's so pinpointed and it's really accurate in terms of of what you need to do how far into the race i mean some I don't know. I don't know which pacing charts you usually work with, but some 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 of the pacing charts we do charts we do supply. They literally break almost break it down per kilometer. Um, yeah. So sometimes you know that's well. Some people find it you know beneficial. Some find it as a bit too much information. Um, but but to me, you sound like the perfect candidate to uh, to to go for that bull run, um, especially based on your marathon times. It's really really good. Um, with okay. regards to, 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 you know, pushing your, your, your speed from now until January, um, once again, stay within what your body's capable of. Um, once you feel the, the Achilles, you know, flaring up a bit, stay away from the, from the heel work. Um, you know, be very cautious of certain speed sessions. Um, but also in your preparation to next year, being the uprun, I think that's going to be your biggest challenge is getting the necessary heel repeat sessions done without, you know, um, well, the Achilles flaring up again. 
Okay. No, I think um, I think one thing I realized that um, when I was doing hill sessions earlier this year, I was doing it, um, I was looking for steep hill, 10, 10% kind of stuff. And I've, I've been reading recently, Lindsay saying, no, stay away from those things. Uh, 4%, 5%, 3%, 4% rather. And I realized that that could have caused a problem. So I am going to be careful about that kind of thing. Um, and um, so I feel the Achilles is over now. Um, I haven't had any pain for since before the comrades um, and I've been working on things. So I, I feel the first time now I'm feeling confident that that's over. But I do have to be careful, um, and I am aware of it. Um, but, yeah, uh, if I'm a little bit more wise and careful, uh, I'll be okay. One thing I'm good at, uh, if someone says follow this program, I do follow it. Um, I, I trust Lindsay's programs. I trust his um, his advice for the comrades. Take it slow, then um, don't go too fast. So, I'm quite good at that. Um, I, I haven't got confidence in my own ability. I'd rather concentrate on somebody who knows what they're talking about. So uh, I will listen to that. Um, and, um, yeah, I guess it's just a case of seeing what the body says, really. Yeah, for sure. Um, just a question from my side. The, the off-road marathon that, you, that you're aiming um, for in March next year, yeah. Yeah. What, what is that about? Okay, so it's just, um, I, I did it two years ago for prep for comrades. Um, it's a very hilly race um, along the Sussex coast. And um, I chose it because it's very hilly and I wanted to get some hill training in for comrades. Um, so I, I think I did a 409 uh, marathon uh, last time uh, for it. So I go slowly, um, but I use it as a hill training because it is a lot of ups and downs. So um, it's off road, but it's trails, not like, hectic um, scrambling or anything. It's more trails. Um, and so, yeah, that's basically a very hilly that I want to use for preparation for comrades, but nice and easy. Okay. Well, perfect. It really looks, it really looks, well, sounds like a cool race to do. Um, I, initially, yeah. I misread it. I thought you said your target for that race was at 8.30, and I thought to myself, okay, that's going to be tough. <laughs> 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 no, 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 I misled you there. Um, no, no, so no. I hours kind of thing just take it nice and easy as a, as a training run basically okay perfect yeah i mean it, it, it's quite interesting um when i initially started training or, or you know when i started with Lindsay as an athlete i also thought when when it says heel session look for the one that looks like a staircase to heaven and, and, and just ramp it up and yeah. i immediately I picked up issues whether it was in my feet or my achilles it, it's just not good so uh, like you said it yourself Lindsay's also stated it many times in the forum before Four or five percent is your go-to number, um, yeah. and uh, it, it's also about the pace that you do it at. So, so ideally, you want to do it at about ten to fifteen seconds slower than your five k race pace, or more yeah. or less or that's per kilometer, um, yeah. or at your ten k race pace. That would be the ideal thing, and take an easy job down. Um, you know, yeah. give your body sufficient time to recover. Keep an eye on your heart rate, and then uh, when you get to the bottom, just uh, do it again. Yeah. Now, I also um, I do um, outdoor um, circuit training, so high-impact intensity or high-intensity impact training. Now, okay. I use that as my, um, my strength training sometimes. Now, um, that's a lot of core, a lot of sprints, um, just very good for like all over body and that kind of thing. Um, now, I always wonder, is that better than hills or is hills better than that? Um, would you have any – and that's for an hour a week. I'm just wondering if you think that would be a good substitute or not. Just, just if you can elaborate more on that, I'd appreciate it. Sorry, I just is it is it is it quite a lot of um, weight training as well for for your for your body or what is what is it? No, no weight training. So it's, it's all core and press ups, sit ups, squats, um, lunges, 
um, sprints, shuttle sprints. Um, and so, yeah, sometimes a little boxing. So it's, it's a whole mixture of sometimes it's more cardio, so more running, and sometimes it's more core work. Um, okay. So, but no weights involved in anything like that. But um, okay. yeah, I could be camp really. Yeah, so so it does sound it, it does sound like a good workout. It sounds like it sounds like a good overall you know um, addition to fitness. But I'd still yeah. definitely get to those heel sessions, um, you know, psychologically as well. But physically, um, you know, you you you're definitely going to um, benefit more from from doing heel specific sessions or heel repeat sessions as opposed yeah. to that training. Yes, it's good. You know, the sprints is good for your explosive power and stuff like that. But overall, you want that uh, you want that, that stimulation for, for specific heel training or your body needs and, it. Yeah, and how many sessions, like how many strength sessions would you suggest a week? Um, is it one or can, if I can fit in two, fit in two? So hills and maybe the circuit training or hill, two lots of hills. What? How would you split it up for the week? Yeah, so, so I'm not... <laughs> So, yeah, so it's it's a bit of a double-edged sword. This one. Um, firstly, um, between now and, and and January, I'd say you know see how if if you're keen on on going for that that um, BB, well improving your twenty up your forty-two k um, BB, just keep an eye on how your body reacts to a speed session or a heel session and uh, one of those uh, the high intensity impact training sessions. Um, and and to me, obviously, the running the intensity running session is is priority seeing that you've got certain um you know goals set out with regards to comrades and and improving um, certain pbs um but uh for me i'd say heel training heel training also does have its place in, in preparation so obviously next year you'll see on the on on, on our time-based programs that there will be only one one heel session in a week um that is sufficient um, I don't think your legs really need to have way more than that. Um, but it doesn't mean you need to stop the other because it sounds like a good all round, um, you know, general strength workout session, which is also good. You know, you can never go wrong with some core, um, some squats. All those do add, um, to your, to your overall fitness and, and, and uh, performance on race day. Yeah. Okay. So I, mean, I do five days a week. So I guess I don't want to, um, substitute a run. Or a strength. I mean, do you add on? Do you add in another session, a sixth day, or do you sort of almost cut one out? Do you stick to four days of running and one day of hill training? Um, so, so is it currently? Is it is it currently three days? Well, four days of running and one of, one of the high intensity impact sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So currently, yeah. Look, um, my my personal suggestion would be is for now. I think it's fine. For now, the five day for, for the five day week is fine. Once you get to a place where you feel that you can benefit from a, from a, a fifth session um, or from a, a fourth running session, definitely yeah. go there. Um, in my two years of preparation for the race is I usually run about on average five days a week. Um, and by adding another run session, you can only benefit from it um, as opposed to, you know, dropping the, the hit session or, you know, the, obviously the, the specific speed strength, uh, speed training session uh, or speed okay. running session. Um, but but I'd say, especially in your preparation for comrades next year, if your body is okay with it, if your body copes with 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 adding another session in the week, I'd say there's no issue with that. Okay, as long as it's um a nice easy pace and nothing nothing too crazy. Well, sure. Yeah, aerobic aerobic training, especially for comrades preparation, is one of the biggest uh, contributing factors that uh, that'll help you on race day. Um, easy running is is is. Easy, one of the most underestimated um, training sessions that, that people can do. 
I've, I've been I've been converted. I mean, for my my um, my marathon a few weeks ago, I was running at five ten, five twenty a kilometer, and then my, on the race day is four forty six. Um, so I'm so converted about this um, aerobic training, and um, so I think Lindsay's got it spot on there, and it just takes the pressure off. But for some reason, it gets you gets you going for the faster thing. So. Um, I'm definitely at one point a few years ago, I was like, no, this doesn't work for me, but definitely something that, um, I think is a, an amazing, um, amazing way of doing it. So yeah, I'm definitely converted. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just, just to add to your, to your statement there in my first preparation for comrades, I, I started, um, I also did Ironman and I took some time off and I think I started in October or November, 2016 and, uh, I went 100% on heart rate. And I'd run at about 525 per kilometer pace at 140, 648 beats. Sometimes, you know, it'd go up to 140, 151. So generally I was working on the uh, Dr. Phil Maffetone's method of 180 minus your age. And, uh, what I got to was it was, uh, it was interesting to see because that was October, November at an average pace of 525. And I'll never forget the last run Lindsay and I did before the race. And uh, we ran really comfortable. My heart rate was at 142 beats per minute. And I ran yeah. comfortably, obviously based on my heart rate as well, I ran comfortably at 440 per, per kilometer. And I'll tell you what, it was, I did very, very, very little speed sessions. I only focused on heart rate running. So it just goes to show you, if you, if you consistently train at the right intensity, um, yeah. well, at a, on an aerobic basis, I can guarantee you there's so, so many benefits there. No, totally. And it just takes the risk out of um, injuries and that kind of stuff sure. as well. But, sure. but I think, yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. I'm going to just see what the, how the body feels, um, and push myself as much as I can, but not too much. And if, if I have to just, um, just, um, sort of give up those ideas of PVs and that can, that's fine. Um, most important thing is be able to run and be able to carry on running for years to go kind of thing. So it's a goal of mine to do PVs and to, um, Bill Rowe and that kind of stuff. But, I also want to listen to the body. So um, I appreciate that, your advice in that regard. And um, it's a case of just seeing and listening to the body and not being silly. Um, I'm not a young spring chicken anymore. So I have to maybe see that those days are over and um, maybe just uh, listen to the body more than um, I would be. Yeah. Look, Andrew, just, just in, in summary, if your training is right, I can guarantee you this. If you, if you, if you run at the right intensities when you need to do easy runs and you yeah. follow, um, a specific pacing on, uh, let's say for argument's sake, you do play around with a sub three hour marathon plan. Your PB on a marathon, sure, it's three minutes off mine, but your, um, strange enough, your, your 21k PB is three minutes faster than mine. Okay. Yeah. And I managed to do, uh, 840, uh, 847 this year at Comrades with okay. 800 kilometers less on my legs than last year. Okay. Sure. So if you, if you make sure that you do, uh, you know, sufficient easy runs, but you also um, stick to the pacing on once again, let's use the sub three hour marathon um, program. If you work hard in your quality sessions, but you recover well and also do uh, your easy runs easy enough for your body to, to know that it's an easy session, you know, you recover faster and all those good things. I can guarantee you that Bill Rowan is more than realistic. Is Well, it's a more than realistic target for yourself. That's amazing. Thanks. That really gives me confidence. Cool. Cool. 100%. Andrew, it sounds like you are well on track, mate. Uh, things are, are working out quite nicely. You're a very active member of the Coach Barry online community as well. We love having you in the forums. Uh, just in, in summary, your, your sort of experience of, of what we're doing over at Coach Barry and that, that training platform? 
Loving it. Um, I love the, I love data. So I'm loving the, 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 um, the schedule and seeing it, all the, the reds become greens and, um, all that kind of stuff. And it's mate. And the forums are lovely. Um, I really enjoy reading other people's comments and that kind of thing. So, um, I'm loving the new one. Um, so, and this one on one kind of, um, opportunity is, is really amazing. So thank you very much. Yeah, we, we've made some big changes over the last few years, and, and this is something that we've been thinking about for a while. It's taken a, a hell of a lot of work, but uh, yeah, we're pretty excited. And, and, and hearing feedback from, from guys like you who are, are actually using it in the trenches obviously fires up even us up even more to, to keep going and, and make even more improvements. Yeah, no, I feel um, privileged to be part of it So uh, from the beginning. So it's really great. So keep up the good work. Andrew, if, if someone's sitting on the fence, I mean, we, we've got lots of people that listen to this that aren't members, uh, and, and we'd obviously love to help them become. I mean, what, what, what would you say to somebody who's sitting on the fence thinking about maybe potentially joining? I think that for me, the main thing is the, the, the plans, the, um, the programs. Um, as I was saying, I just, I'm so converted by um, Lindsay's methodology, um, methodology. Um, for the aerobics and consistency and um, so just joining that and then just using the platform to monitor that um, I think it's fantastic such a visual way of seeing things and for me it makes such a difference visually seeing how I'm going um, so I would say definitely go for it um, it's and all the forums and that um, I would say if you want to take your running forward um, and um, get those PBs um, definitely go for it Cool. Well, Andrew, thank you very much for that. We really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you for your time today. Best of luck in the build-up. And uh, I know you're coming out to South Africa at the end of the year for a bit of a holiday with the family, some sunshine away from the, the doom and gloom and grayness of London in December. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can touch base while you're here and uh, possibly get a few runs in. Fantastic, Brad. I really appreciate it. And thanks for asking me onto, the, onto this um, audio. Thank you very much to Andrew and Marcus uh, for that chat. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, before we announce today's winner in our Biogen Journey competition, I just want to give you a heads up. Next week, Wednesday, uh, we have got an absolute doozy of a podcast for you. You're not going to want to miss this one. It is one of the most phenomenal stories that we've been able to share here on the podcast. Literally going from cancer to comrades and running comrades in the middle of chemo. So uh, going for comrades number eight next year as well. And we're going to put a plan together for him. So make sure you join us again next week. If you aren't subscribing to the podcast and your favorite podcast player, do so. So you don't miss that episode, okay? You can do it in iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever uh, your podcast app of choices. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe. And while you're at it, leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, or on whatever platform you use. Uh, it really helps us get in front of more athletes like you uh, and we get to share some incredible stories. But before I go, uh, if you want to win yourself three months access to the Coach Perry online training community, uh, all you need to do is use the hashtag BiogenJourney, okay? Uh, on socials, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, we'll pick it up. Uh, and one lucky winner every single week will win three months access to the platform. It's worth 750 bucks. And today... Uh, it is off Instagram, and it's uh, a letter who is uh, our lucky winner. Uh, Pete Fumi is her uh, Twitter, uh, is her Instagram handle, and she basically posted uh, recovery run, still feeling the Saturday marathon on my legs. Well, uh, Aletta, congratulations. You've just won yourself three months access to the Coach Perry online training platform for using that hashtag Biogen Journey. She ran Carps Whip this past weekend. If you did too, congratulations. Uh, and uh, yeah, if you took part in Soweto or New York or whatever marathon you ran, I hope it went well. Let us know. 
And we look forward to catching up with you uh, later in the middle of uh, that Coach Perry online training platform. If you want to find out more about it and become part of one of the most active communities of uh, runners, triathletes and cyclists on the net, uh, you can get yourself training programs, access to all of the Coach Perry training programs, as well as our five Coach Perry coaches. All you need to do is head over to coachperry.com forward slash join. That's coachperry.com forward slash join. You can get all the details there. Until next week, from myself, Brad Brown, it's cheers.